All right, guys, you're tuned in to another episode here of the Talk and Shed podcast. Uh, today, we have got our friend Lee Kilpatrick with the Salford Group. Lee, what's up? Hey, man. Good to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Hey, I'm glad to have you. Listen. Yep, mm-hmm. we're, we're joined via the, the, uh, the telephone. <laughs> um, so you are down in, uh, Eastern Georgia. I am. Yeah, I am in, on, uh, on the coast down in Darien, Georgia, uh, at least right now getting ready, you know, just getting, finishing up odds and ends of last year and getting the first of this year really kicked off hard and getting ready to go. You know, it's time to travel, lots of, lots of shows coming up. Uh, and you know, the spring isn't in, on yet where you live it will be soon yes uh, so it's fun man it's uh same stuff new year excited and excited about it excited about this year man i think the yeah forecast is good for from from my perspective yeah well it's it's fun rolling into a new year or a new challenge mm-hmm. um knowing what you know now you know mm-hmm. you're, you're a year smarter you you know things that you didn't know a year ago and you've got them in your pocket. You've got people in your pocket, and uh, it's time to enter the ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. the next four months, we gotta. We're always paying our dues, but we have oh, got yeah. we have got to plant more seeds in the next four months than than we can imagine. To yeah. uh, so that we're here a year from now talking about how how good the forecast is going to be. That's a really simple, perfect way to describe what what sales really is. I mean, there's so many components. You got to have good things to sell. You got to have good terms, blah, blah, blah. But what it really comes down to is exactly what you said. Some of the best, one of the best fishermen I've ever known just told me something really simply. He said, do you know the reason I won tournaments? Because I've kept my lure in the water more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's the same, you know, it's the same thing. You know, if you, everything comes down to that. And a lot of people's, a lot of people's livelihood ride on that sale. Yep. You know, it's it's not it's it's not small. It's a pebble in, in the water, man. And you got to cast a lot of stones. So I appreciate that. That's uh, really the only way I ever got anywhere in sales. Yeah, certainly not smart. Just work hard. <laughs> yeah, and we're uh, yeah we're gearing up for uh, for Fort Wayne Farm Show for us. I was just writing oh, out. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was just writing out the newsletter here not too long ago, and I was typing up, you know, hey, we're going to be moving into Fort Wayne Farm Show a week from today already, and uh, so, so yeah, that that's a nice nice local show. We get so many local sure farmers is. in there. It's a good lo- good location. Northern Indiana or Indiana in general is a great Salford state. Um, sure is, man. So that kicks it off for us, and and then we move on to the big show. Um, down in down in Louisville, coming on, man. Yeah, what are we going to see down there out of Salford? What what do you think you'll have in the booth? Wow, I tell you, man, I really, I I can't talk about it, but what I can tell you is it's okay. Big. Okay, you know, want to put some bigger stuff in there. Nothing really that you hadn't seen, just bigger. Sure. And a lot of things got to come together to make that to make that happen. I and see. then we want to represent, you know. We want to represent all our brands because they're all there. You know, the airway and um, cover crop is such an important piece. And that, that's, uh, you know, and 
always been so well represented by you guys there that it's just a, a, amazing um, the synergy we get out of that. That's got to be well represented in that booth. Um, got some really cool marketing stuff that's coming. And the okay. deal is it's all coming down real hard and maybe it doesn't all make it. So if I go telling stuff, I don't know. I'm out of school. <laughs> you know what I mean, brother? <laughs> I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing shocking. Just want to sh showcase the, the upper end for sure. Cause that's where it's at, man. Yeah. It, getting ready for shows is so hard cause it's something that you want to do ahead of time, but you don't know what you don't know ahead of time. And, and you creep up to the show and you're like, what do we need to bring? What do we need to bring? And then like two weeks before the show, some hot item pops off that needs to go. And you're like, there it is. That's what we need to bring. Yeah. But the show's two days away and it, yeah. it, it's not ready. Yeah. It's not ready. It's, it's, uh, I guess the worst was having my equipment not show up at all. Oh, uh, to a show one year. That was the coolest. And everybody was freaking out. And I said, let's just go buy some folding chairs and take some literature and sit in the booth and have a good time with it. That I don't know what else you <laughs> could do. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Everybody had a great time, man. But, you know, anything can happen. And you never go to one that you have everything that you need. That's the two realities I push on my guys about shows. That's just the. But if you can get down to just a couple of things you need and they're not critical. You're, yeah, you're jamming, man. You're you're show champion. Yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're getting pretty picky at that point. <laughs> yep, yep. It's fun, man. Meeting the public and uh, it's just it's fun, man. Well, it, there's a lot to learn there. That's where we're going to meet the critics. You know, the guys that are running our equipment that that That's have right. that have very good insight on where to improve potentially new products, even. And uh, you know, it yeah. The best. That, Yep, that's that's where you're going to get some some good insight, and it's going to keep us sharp. Um, you know, if there's a problem with a product, we're we're going to hear it there, and and we're going to make sure it's fixed for next year. Absolutely, and and I guess you know, just segue to Salford for a second because you'd ask me some questions about what you know what's going on. One of the things that's really, you know, Mike Amarino and his team surround some really good people working really hard on quality. Mm. And that that means what we already make, right? Yep. Uh, you got these these you got to focus in the margins. Yep. Champion, and I think that's a lot of what's going on. So focusing in the margins and chasing down. You know, if you have one single rusty piece, and you can, and you and your company has the ability to chase it to the ground, you're you're good to go. Mm -hmm. You know, all the way back to the supplier, and I'm seeing that chain setting up. Yeah. And I'm seeing that happening. So that means necessarily significant, but important small improvements to existing products are big things. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a big part of that, and, and really learning the um, all the lessons. And there's a lot to be learned. Yep. Uh, so that that's that's really taken that part of the game has really gone up, mm -hmm. Adam. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Salford's been known for for their quality through and through. It's it's impressive, you know. I deal with a lot of vendors and a lot of I've been fed every line you can think of, and, uh, <laughs> and you, I you, probably fed you a couple. <laughs> you, you just can't you just can't get around 
the fact of of quality high performing equipment that works and you know what if it does break because everyone's equipment's going to break they've still got your back they've got the parts depots they've got the parts hotlines they've got the manuals online and, and you're covered so you know when i talk to a customer with with a, a salford issue um because we can't sit here and pretend like there isn't one um, absolutely not never would it it's 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 not even uh an issue we we make it a non-issue very very quickly their their warranty is is great they stand behind their product and it's it's fun to rep well, a, a product like that that's really nice to hear and i'll tell you one of the keys to that man and i see it all over the map um that, that'd be you and the gals in that office and the people that we interface with it's it's there, there's so much to that, that's so much a, a big part of it because you guys take advantage of the systems that are there. You know them better than we do, and you use them. You know, as a dealer, that's a really, it's a night and day difference in your experience with us or any other manufacturer, how well you're willing to plug yourself in. Right. And Finnig takes the time and effort to plug itself in vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, we recently had a, a conference call with Select Few about a new system coming online. Well, you guys were in the room. Yeah. People weren't. You guys were in the room. So therefore you're using the system now. So your own you're your own friend in a lot of ways on that. And that, that goes back to the culture and the company that your dad created, man. Yep. And use the systems, you get what you you know. So kudos to you for, for that. Yeah, there there's always a lot going on and it takes a lot of good people. No doubt about that. Um, it does, and y'all got them. When, when you have a customer walk into that booth down there at Louisville, um, you and I sat down after the show, everyone was packing up around us and, and we were just, you know, we, we, we were in shock. We were still had that feeling of, uh, like we were just on stage at a concert and it had just gotten over and, mm -hmm. and we couldn't believe, you know, the crowd yelling, singing the song back to us and, <laughs> and uh, you know, that was our feeling. What what feeling uh, do you want to give a customer when he walks onto that Salford booth uh, down at Louisville? You know, you, the competition there is extremely high. There's thousands of booths in that South Wing. Um, what do you want him? What do you want to ring in his mind? What do you want him to to? He'll elbow his dad. He'll elbow his brother, his buddy. Say, hey, look, look here. What what's he gonna say? You know, man, uh, first off, it's, it's the, the simplest part to me is you, you never know who's going to walk into that booth. Yeah. You never know really who they are, what they got. You know, you don't, you know, growing up as, as around the country like we did, you never judge a book by its cover because that old dude at the overalls with no floor in his truck could probably buy us all. Yeah. You know, so you never judge a book. I want everybody to leave there feeling welcome. Yep. Whether they came in there with the idea that they were going to sell me hydraulic tubing or whether they came in there, a kid looking for a social media influencer or an actual customer or somebody's dad. I want everyone to leave there just simply feeling welcomed and warm. What You know, that they were just greeted mm -hmm. properly and welcomed and given whatever information or help they wanted. 
about yeah. a product. That's that's what I want, and to be able to direct them to a, a really good dealer network. I guess if I strung the thought on out for me professionally, being able to refer them to the right place and and get their get their product problem fixed, get a product proper for their application uh, priced and into them. Uh, with all our products, I want people to feel, and we string it out to the next level, to the product. For me, I want them to, to see efficiency, accuracy, and timing. Uh, if I can do that, then I've, I've been successful at all levels. But if I can do the first one, Everybody that left there just had a good experience. That yeah. would be that'd be the thing I'd want. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of people elbowing, saying, "Hey, that that's the thing we saw on that on that Larson Farms or on, oh, on YouTube." Sure. And hey, look, all that there's that new VRT that that the neighbor down the road has now. There, yeah, oh yeah, look there. Then blades can adjust. Uh, well, and man, you'll see some kids from Cincinnati come in there and do that now. Seriously, straight up. There's a lot of people that are following that that are that are not part really part of our world. Now this is so interesting. This is the a real place of influence. I see kids that their mothers have brought them out there. Okay. They don't even live on the farm, man. Huh. I, I see a lot of that. Now that that's interesting because what we need in agriculture is a platform to get our message out that nobody loves Mother Earth more than we do. Yep. takes care of it. And here's what we provide you that's on your table. And here's how it's done proper. There's a, there's a message that we uh, got to get out as agriculture. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's right. But I'm just seeing this interesting crowd develop, Adam, that, hmm. that's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, you look at these uh, these social media influencers carrying five hundred thousand subscribers, uploading videos every other day, getting millions of views. I mean, m my kids watch that stuff. I watch yeah. that stuff. I mean, it's it's uh, it's some cool stuff. Farming is so interesting, yeah. and, and there's stuff going on every day. And man, it's uh, it's pretty cool to see Salford stuff on there. I'll, you know, whenever uh, I met you guys down at Brian's. Brian's farming yeah. videos. Yeah. Um, I went down there and that, he uploaded that video and I got my boys. I said, guys, look, look at this uh, new episode on here. And I didn't tell them anything about that. And we kind of started watching and they picked out Dave. And, uh, and then they said, hey, look, a Salford tool. And I said, oh, yeah, that is a Salford tool. And then they, they freaked out. They said, dad, that's you. They could see me standing in the back. I said, yeah, I was there. They, they, they couldn't believe it. What, when did you go there? And I'm like, you know, that these, kid, these kids watch this stuff. They're five and six oh, yeah. years old. Oh, yeah, they do. Across a wide span of demographics yeah. is, is, the, is the interesting message, man, across a really wide span. Yeah. That is a really, cool, a really cool thing to see. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's cool to see these guys pulling red equipment too. To uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, if I can have everything I want, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah, that'd be it, brother. That'd be it. So, so interesting stuff, man. So, uh, you know, we kind of skipped over, I guess. Your when we've talked about it in other podcasts, but your exact role at 
um, Salford. Of course, you kind of cut your teeth in the BBI spreader world, um, selling spreaders and, and helping develop spreaders. Um, but today, uh, what's, what's in Lee Kilpatrick's crosshairs? Today, I um, manage the U.S. sales force, which is comprised of a handful of territory managers and a few independent reps. Yeah. Um, I manage the sales and marketing for Salford in, uh, in the U.S. Okay. Today. Um, you know, back in the days, exactly as you said, I, I got a chance to start selling spreaders years ago and, you know, worked hard and blessed and just ridiculously lucky at them. Uh, and, and tough, a little bit tough. And, you know, it's, it's been a, an amazing ride. And today, you know, saddled up with Lenamore. Uh, but this an amazing ride, man. Amazing ride. Yeah. And speaking of Lenamore, you, you brought that up. Uh, I see, you know, you guys just brought on Bergolt. Looks, uh, that, that's a really neat acquisition. Okay. When you look at their worldwide view, I mean, that's a, you know, and I was thinking about this conversation. I was thinking about rifle scopes and optics and your view and, and my view were, and what I would say about them is that like, I'm on a, maybe a three-step ladder. They're on a 48 foot scaffolding looking. Really? Yeah. They gotta be right. They gotta be, they, you know, that's the, the level of things. And I think it's a, I know that the, the the guys in that marketplace uh, were were very pleased with that acquisition. That tells me a lot. Yeah, tells me a lot. Yeah, uh, I mean, so kind of fill me in here a little bit on Bergolt. You know, I know I've seen some of their seeding equipment. I saw they have a really cool fertilizer unit that I'm kind of interested mm-hmm. in. I'm hoping I can find that thing at Louisville. But yeah. what? Uh, you know, in a nutshell, tell tell everyone listen what what the heck Bergolt does and and how it can add to the Salford line. Well, it's it's an, another another large piece of the agriculture business. I think they're considered kind of the gold standard in a lot of the world for for seeding, and this is more like in in a large plains environment, you know, and a, a lot of a lot of places on the earth. And I think it it adds another level of expertise when you get to leverage this large and I, I, I'm, I'm seeing it growing all the time at Salford the connection Linamar the the engineering I think the engineering at our fingertips is vastly larger right the, our ability to tap resources is, is, is vastly larger doesn't mean you spend it more money more money or do anything different you just have a lot more resources to throw at problems. You can bring people in that uh, a metallurgy problem, man, we're, that, that bench is 28 deep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, versus one or two. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's a huge, that's a huge advantage. So they're, I would expect their expertise and efficiency, accuracy, and timing seating and placement would, would be a huge advantage to, to other brands i see yep in the family yep that's my best kick at that cat when i think about it you know um yep definitely definitely a nice acquisition from the viewpoint of the market the marketplace stakeholders etc i see 
Yeah. It'll be interesting to learn more about that company. Like I said, I don't know much about them. Um, you know, I, I know of course, uh, for big seeding, you know, maybe some wheat yeah. and stuff like that. They're, they're the real yeah. deal from what I hear. They and, are. Uh, it's a big company too. Yeah. You know, so it, it'd be, and, and you know, from what I've watched, um, from my perspective, Lenamar has done a great job with us as I, and I'm sure they will with them and they're, they're very kind and very slow to move and, you know, the, the systems we're interacting with are better than the ones we had before. It's just different, right? It's just change. And that's what we all kind of hackle against a little bit, but it's, it's been good. It's been better. And I'm, I'm, I would expect the same for them. Good, good. Um, yeah, I can't wait to, to get to Louisville and, and see what the heck they got cooking. That's for dang sure. Um, so on the BBI spreader side of things, you know, for us, you know, uh, harvest drug on and we had a good harvest, but it just kept going and going, which was good. We, I did my last demo Lee about three weeks ago now on a VRT. Oh, wow. So I, we demoed almost to Christmas time. Um, so that was awesome. We got more demos in than I could ever dream of. And wow. And you and I both and know. And you really had a big bank to do, man. That is incredible. We, we had, we had a great time demoing and it went well. Um, but what, it, what it also did is I, I kind of sat there all fall thinking, man, when, when are these BBI spreader calls going to come in? You know, we got, you know, what the heck last year it was on fire. Now, well, here they come. They started about right after Christmas, and it's been pretty solid. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just mm-hmm. you, you, you. Sometimes you forget that it it goes in phases. They got to get out of the combine before they can get in the spreader. Yeah, and got to think about. I can't think about this while I'm doing that. Right, and mm. uh, so yeah, we we've had some traction on some BBI spreaders, but um, I wanted to hone in on you with some of the common mm-hmm. questions. Maybe talk through some of the. Um, some of the spreader lines, you know, there's some that are, that are extremely specific, you know, um, Mm -hmm. you've got the endurance line and then, um, but I want to talk about for us here at Fennec equipment, uh, when we talk spreaders, we're pretty much talking Liberty or Magna spread Mm -hmm. for, for the majority of our customers, Mm -hmm. majority of them are liberties. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk through some of those things. Um, so, you know, for everyone listening, uh, the Liberty, it's a fertilizer and lime spreader. You can set it up any any which way almost that you could ever dream. Any color, uh, tire configuration, torsion axle, walking tandem, um, mechanical drive, self-contained, you name it. Okay, that's the beauty of the Liberty. You can dress that Liberty however you want it to sit in your barn. Um, but what would you say, Lee, are where do you draw the line on mm-hmm. on where someone needs to go from a liberty to a magna spread cuz we can run into some limitations with that liberty absolutely absolutely it's about and really adam let's let's separate a couple of things let's let's separate the liberty in two pieces so that we can talk effectively about the magna spread okay. you have the the ground wheel drive mechanical spinner is the very bottom. 
Yep. We're going to talk about a hydraulically powered Liberty, a Liberty HDR. Yeah. Which means that it is a self-contained, which PTO driven pump, or it is tractor supplied. And that is the hydraulic supply that the tool receives. It's a classic 10 foot hopper, multiple suspension configurations based on what you do. It is a standard 2,500 max PSI, uh, system using gear components, gear pumps and, and gear motors. And okay, so that's the hydraulics of the HDR. When you step up to the 16 foot magnet spread being the next size, you're going to get a whole bunch of things. You're automatically going to get a 14 ton suspension. You're, you're automatically going to get a high duty cycle hydraulic system, which is a 60 gallon a minute, uh, 3,500 PSI system. And we'll come back to what that means in just a second. Um, it's, uh, just a classic two product lime and fertilizer, high capacity, high volume unit has all the valving that you would need to, to run high rates and high speeds. So how I would compare them, the place where they're really going to differentiate themselves, Adam, is in line. And it's going to be in rate, speed, and capability. If you've got, uh, if you're doing two tons to the acre and you want to run 10 miles an hour and you're going 80 feet wide and you got, I would say somewhere around 400 plus 500 acres, uh, you're going to, you're, you're going to need the bigger machine. You're going to need the bigger motor. Now let me qualify that. If you're, and there's not many people, there are some, my dad and I could do this. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to get all mine done in a day. Uh, I, I may take three weeks to do it and maybe a dry period or whatever. Like on, on our place of that, you know, smaller size, it would have worked fine for us because we're not high duty cycle. Yeah. So duty cycle p plays the, the biggest part of it, Adam. If you're going to bring a bunch of product in and you need to get this done in, in one or two days time. And, you know, the best analogy is gas motor, diesel motor, uh, F-150, F-250. However you want to, whatever, whatever half ton flavor of truck and three quarter ton, they, and, and we all understand how that works because we run those up and down the road every day. The, the Liberty is a, is a, can be a XL F-150 and it can be a King Ranch. Yeah. And the 16 foot mining spread is already kind of a King Ranch set up for a large and I hesitate to say large because I swear to God, when you start factoring in loading is another thing. Loading yeah. is a whole nother reality, man. I can show you a couple of weeks a year. You could say by changing between the two at certain sizes, I say it around 500 acres. I want to do this seriously. It's not, you want to have a something to fill in the gaps and you, and you want to do your stuff. You, you need to be in that bigger machine with that bigger motor yeah. running those bigger pressures, uh, bigger gallons. And, and, and for, for everybody, for all customers, Adam, I just want people to know what they're buying, right? If it's right for you, that's fine. If you understand uh, everything's got its limitations. Yeah. Uh, and you understand that about a product. So that's my best, uh, 
way that I know to represent that. I'm not sure if that makes sense at all, but uh, just yeah, uh, that, that's yeah. So um, let's talk about um, let's talk about the duty cycle. You know what mm -hmm. that means mm -hmm. and what that can do to the liberty because you know these mm -hmm. magnet spreads come with an oil cooler. So mm -hmm. what is duty cycle and what is the liberty limitation? Well, let's let's talk about um, efficiency for a second because here's where your duty cycle limitation comes in. The We'll call it the heavy duty in the standard system. The, the heavy duty system is in the upper 90s and efficient, which means that, you know, for every gallon you get in it, you put into it, and every pound of pressure you put in it, you're actually using that much. Yep. Uh, a, a, a more standard duty cycle is, is going to run in the 60 to 70, depending on how hot it is. Yeah. So you, you, you lose some things from efficiency just vis-a-vis -vis the type of system that, that you're running. Um, the, the standard system on a really hot day can't be cooled enough. You're only going to move ambient air temperature by about nine degrees by adding a cooler to it. Some days that's everything, but most days that's, that's nothing. You need a lot more than that. Um, so what the question of what results is you start, um, you start melting things. You start melting first, you've got shrink wrap fittings on all these machines, Adam. And the, this is just a canary in the coal mine. If any of your customers see that shrink wrap starting to pop off, that machine is reaching higher temperatures than it should see. Mm -hmm. But if, if you can catch that in time, you're not going to melt a you're not going to melt a sight glass or, or or something else. So it's kind of a canary in a coal mine. But what it will do is it will it will just destroy the system, and it's yeah. made to. Standard systems made to just cool down. It's not made to run. So the answer to the duty cycle is standard system then would be made to run and cool about the same amount of time or more for yep. cooling, depending on the temperature. Heavy duty system can just be loaded. Yeah, nonstop. You're going to catch time efficiency. Yes, it, it, you know, and, and I can, I can testify to that. By the fact that we run them in some of the hottest places in the West, you know, 120 degree days. And until we put the system in place, man, we really couldn't keep hydraulics together more than a year there. I see. It's just so hot, man. Yep. Um, and running big endurance machines with that system on it, you know, like 24 foot pull types. So they're seeing some weight. So uh, it's just a big just a big heavy duty motor man, and you just can't do it. You can do anything, but it's on scale. Right. And then if your product, the Liberty HDR, if you put everything on it, it would need, it would still have a 10 foot hopper on it. Yeah. Cost as much or more. So, yeah. um, yeah. And, and that's the other thing, you know, when we start to talk about limitations and do you need a magna spread or a Liberty? And it's like, well, if you're even considering going to the magna spread, a 10 foot hopper is probably too small for you anyway. It, it probably is, but a lot of people, and I understand this too, I'm a lot like this too. And, and I can tell you this from experience, a lot of people want to tip, you know, stick their toe in the water. You buy a really nice machine, you're going to get your money back out of it. Yeah. What you want to do, understand the limitations of what you bought, 
and, and play with it and see if this game, if this part of your farm is for you. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that's, that's a decent way to, to buy one, but you know, you just can't expect things. You can't expect machines to do what they, what they won't do. Right. And those guys understand that better than anybody on the planet. Yeah. The, we, we've had a lot of, uh, you know, we, we've sold mostly liberties and, uh, you know, we've had plenty of magna spreads roll through here too. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, like you said, it's, it's, uh, it's no different than a guy starting farming with a six row planter and three years later getting into a 16 row. Yeah, man. You know, you start off where you're ready for at that point, get a good spreader under your belt, let it pay for itself. And, and in a few years, jump up to the magna spread. Um, I, I talked to a lot of guys across the country, across the country this, this past week and this week. Um, about BBI spreaders, and almost every one of them, Lee, already owned a BBI. At some point. They they have a BBI. They say, well, I've got a 14-footer. It don't have an oil cooler. It's a magna spread, and I want to step up. You know, I, I love everything about it, but oh. I, I want that oil cooler. I want a little bit bigger bed, and it's just time to upgrade, you know. Yeah. And, well, uh, that's a, that's a. I was thinking about that story, man, today when when you were texting me of how that magnet spread came to be and what what it was. And, um, well, it's here. Yes. Well, I, coming back from Louisville about two years in a row, the magnet spread was a truck mount fertilizer body. Steve on me driving back. You know, you're in the car for six eight hours. Just. How many times did we talk about somebody wanting a pool type? So we went home and took a frame and we built the first, you know, magnet spread pool type. And at that time, there was nothing. Ten foot was the biggest pool type you could get, which is hard to believe, right? <laughs> uh, and that wasn't that long ago, man. It's not like I wasn't writing on stone tablets or anything. Uh, you know, we had computers at that time. Okay. And uh really it really lit things up we took to louisville next year and it really lit things up and man we just i just traveled this country and just sold them everywhere adam it was unbelievable what happened and then we put that ecu on it the first ecu the isobus first isobus ecu in north america and in both cases people you know critics and competition said nah blah blah that ain't that stuff ain't gonna work adam it worked Hmm. Fast forward to today, and if you take a Magna Spread Plus, which is another variant of this machine, which has two sets of fins and uh, a lot of different characteristics, that machine is 50% more efficient than the first machine, just in terms of its application only. Not even taking into account hydraulics, which are just night and day different Uh that that's a that's a story of product development right there yep all in efficiency and accuracy timing man back to the back to the basics dude yep and of course it it came from customer requests at the louisville farm show (laughs) absolutely man we're in the west wing over there in the dark you know uh and goodness yes and it's just like the the market's telling us uh, for what little we knew and, 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 you know, 
that's the legacy of that product too that you can tell your customers it's not just a this is a brand that's been around a long time and there are a lot of 14s and 16s a few 18s all all around the country in barns that are still playing yeah yep all built out of georgia and most of them using that standard hydraulic system. And the reason they live is those particular customers aren't spreading a lot of lime out of that machine. They're in areas where they don't need to. Okay, sure. Yeah, you know, because lime is dense as what it is and, and high rates you put on there. that That's where you're going to separate the men from the boys is. Um, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I went out to visit a guy in Missouri. This guy was... And he, he was he was spreading lime and he was loading and and unloading in about eleven high speed all day long. Wow. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, well people had the stuff to do it finally. Right. right. You know, the loaders and tractors and, and seats and tractors <laughs> had, had caught up to the place where a guy could run. Yep. Uh it's it's, it's cool watching it, man. It really is. Yeah, because as you know, as fast as as we are improving the hydraulic system, uh, there's a newer and faster ways to load these things too. So now, yeah. now your your interval becomes tighter, and uh, we got to keep the machines ready for that too. Um, you you mentioned something there. You were over in the West Wing in the dark. Heck, that's where we live, man. At the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's so much better now oh i know i know than, than, it, than it was man uh oh my god it was uh but some amazing years adam that we'll never see again where i i would just go there and reside myself to the fact that i was not going to get a break and i was not going to eat yeah all day long mm -hmm. man. Yeah. all day long we'll, we'll never see that again uh but no, uh, we, we will see. We'll see. You know, I think my forecast is good for, for Louisville, man. How about you? I think it's going to be pretty good. I mean, I, you know, it, uh, guys are always looking at him to improve, become more efficient. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think in the last 12 months, not, I think us ourselves and, and Salford as a company. And I think, at, you know, I think we're both doing a good job at putting ourselves out there. And like I said early, early on, put yourself out there with a good product and good people, and you're going to have some customers to talk to, period. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be good. Um, and, you know, um, we actually uh, joined. Uh, we're going to be rubbing shoulders with you up in the south wing uh, as of yesterday um we we've been down in the west wing forever and we will still be in the west wing but we've always talked about getting a second booth yep we said man yep. if, if we could just get as i said let's dip our toe in it there's always we because we can be in the west wing and the crowd is so thick that you can't even get over to the south wing and vice versa and yes. so I'll talk to you or Dave and you guys are like, man, I'm covered up, send back up, you know? And I'm sitting there like, man, there's what no. What are you talking one. about, man? Yeah. It's quiet in my, yeah. In my post. Yeah. So I, we, I was so funny like that, man. We've talked about it for the last few years. And finally I, yeah. I called uh, earlier this week and 
they said, hey, we got a 10 by 20 available. And I'll be dang, you could easily toss a baseball from this booth into the Salford booth. That is awesome, man. <laughs> I am so excited about that. That is awesome, man. So, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to see what the heck that brings. And uh, so we'll, we'll be up different. there. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting, man. Awesome. Yeah, we signed the paperwork on that uh, this morning. And uh, so we've got a second booth at the farm show. Now the decisions start. Yeah. Yep. What, what are we going to put in there? Who's going to work it? I don't know, but we got a booth. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember. Um, and, of course, you know, it wasn't too long ago. It was probably eight, nine years ago. I yeah. worked the Yetter booth every year, uh, and it was in the West Wing. And um, I, I was the only... Uh, there was me and maybe one other represent dealer representative in the booth. There was me and one other guy for the whole week. And you you talk about just knowing that you're going to wake up that morning and be covered up. I'm telling you, I'd, I'd come back to the hotel and pull all these business cards out of my pockets. You wouldn't remember talking to half these guys. And, Crazy, wasn't it? Oh, it was nuts. Like... I can't even explain the feeling that your mind had. Mm -hmm. It was, mm -hmm. it was crazy excitement, but huge anxiety at the same time that you yes. overlook and miss someone that you talk miss to. the important one. Yeah, and because uh, you're excited, man, I had a great day. But you're like, <coughs> shoot, I don't remember talking to this Steve guy. He gave me his card. What he want? You know, and uh, oh man, it was nuts. It yeah, was. it it, re it really was. It's a, a different day and time. It was cool to have experienced it. Um, taught us all to, to focus in a little bit, a little bit better, or, or a little bit, a little bit different. And you know, I'm, I'm, a, you know, everybody reacts. Everything, everybody has their own reaction. You know, some people, those are long days, right? Start early in the morning and end mm -hmm. uh, in, in the evening, and it's always valentine's weeks so of food and everything's just a pain mm -hmm. uh so it's it's a long week and people want to do different stuff i just want to go home and sit in a soft chair mm -hmm. <laughs> you know because i'm i'm whipped yeah uh, those days are are uh are long man yeah they are and and i might have to come and, and find you guys this year because you know you you cook food for that don't you yes i do Nice. I do for uh, for our folks that come. Um, not as much as I did in times past, you know, but yeah, at, at least uh, at least two. And like, one of the things I do is I kind of see what either I or some of um, my buddies down here can catch for shrimp or fish, and try to bring something super fresh for one night. Okay, and then uh, cook steaks one night. And uh, sometimes go. I get lucky. Last year I got a big slab of tuna. That was just ridiculous good, um, but that's unusual. Um, okay. Usually, it's a red fish and shrimp and that sort of thing. Uh, the next time I go fishing in Florida, you're going with me. Oh man, I can't believe we missed that opportunity, <laughs> man. I, I I I almost horned in on you, but I thought she's take he's taking his wife down there, so I need to just leave him be. But oh man. Oh god. That was all oh, the red that's good, man. That was so much fun. Uh I caught I Were caught. you fishing popping corks? No. Um no. Let me think here. What in the world were we doing? 
Um, some jigs, maybe. We had some jigs, um, and we had we he was cutting up some some uh, live bait too. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we we went <laughs> okay. Out. So you were bull red fishing, man, like yeah. on the bottom, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's exactly what we were doing. <laughs> it was like tight lining. You know, like, well, that's what I call yes. it, like up here for catfish. Yes, 100%. And, yeah, we went out there at, like, uh, at Fort Clinch at the, you know, where the boats, well, where the submarines come in right there. They they dig yeah. out that channel, all that sand washes in, and these submarines, they're naval submarines. I mean, these things are ginormous. And they come in right there at Fort Clinch on the Florida-Georgia line. And they have to dredge this area out to keep the sand out. And, All the time, man. Yeah, and to help keep the sand away, they got these two rock barriers that run, I don't know, half mile out into the ocean. Yeah, and Jetty. uh, Yeah, jetties. And uh, we, f- we went out and fished along the jetties. And, uh, you know, I never been, well, that was my second time on a boat in the ocean. Um, and you know, it's just, it, for a flatlander like myself, it's just like, Hey, you know, how far we got to go out here? There's some water right here. Can't we just, you know, put the pole in right here? Oh no, no, we got to go out, out here. Okay. That's fine. Well, well then, you know, we got to fish by the jetty and it's like, well, Hey buddy, how close do we need to get to this jetty? Cause we got 300 feet on this fishing pole. Can't we just like yeah. cast it out? Oh no, we're, we're going to get up here right next to this jetty. You, you're crazy. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know, to this guy. That's his daily, man. Oh, yeah. Well, he does every day, man. Exactly. To him, it's another day. To me, we're, we're rolling up this against. This all seems real sketchy. Oh, we're rolling up against rocks the size of our boat. And uh, I'm like, man, I don't need to catch a fish that bad. But. Uh, yeah, you do. Like, you see what I got for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was a blast. Oh, my gosh. I. I'm telling you, there was a point in time where I, I was hoping we wouldn't catch another fish because I was that wore out from reeling. Man, there are the, the the time of year that you got here. It's, it's a couple of times a year here that it's like that. That it's you you. It's amazing to get to some place where you don't want to catch another fish. We yeah. do it once or twice a year, and uh, it's uh, and I always do because I'm not going to quit until somebody else quits or tells me it's time. Right. Come in, but uh, except for maybe something crazy like an amberjack. You, you get a big amberjack on a deep sea trip, you may need to sit down for a while. I see. <laughs> it's uh, uh, that is awesome, man. Those pictures were awesome. You you hit it right. Um, got a, got a good dude that knew how to handle his stuff. And yeah, yeah, uh, it was get fun. You, get you tight on some good fish, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be going down there here again soon and and doing that again. Um, so maybe all you need to do is just come here. Well, yeah, maybe need to do that sometime too. Yeah. Take you fishing. Yeah. Put you on some. Yep. Yeah. It'll definitely be a weekend. So we'll we'll make sure at least. Yeah, Yeah, man. It'll be fun. But, well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, appreciate your time. And, uh, I, I always enjoy a good conversation with you and I enjoy doing the podcasts and, um, I really look forward to seeing you down at Louisville here coming up. All the same sentiment back at you, brother. Thank you so I'm, much for I'm, the honor of being here. 
I'm excited to see this stuff that you're going to have hidden in the in the Salford booth, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, no need to stress yeah. over everything. It it don't matter. Just oh, get some. I don't, ready. man. I mean, I do, and I don't. Yep. Just get some red equipment in there. Yep. And it's gonna uh, happen. Something's gonna happen. Yep. Make sure Dave sweeps the floor a couple extra times, mm -hmm. and we'll be good yep. to go. In the morning and evening. Thank you for having me on, man. All right. Thanks, Lee, for your time, and thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you.